You're listening to a Beautiful Life Podcast, a lifestyle pod for the girls who want to embrace all areas of life from mindset to aesthetics and everything in between. I'm your host, Kaylee Karcher, and every Monday I'll be serving you entertainment, inspiration, realness, and a little bit of tough love to give you the tools to live your version of a beautiful life from the inside out. Hello guys, welcome back to A Beautiful Life Podcast. As you can see, today's episode is about romanticizing the long cold winter. If you know, you know, this episode is for my cold weather girlies because if you live in a cold climate, you just know that after the holidays, after all the hoopla of the the charming little holidays are over, all we have left is extreme cold, short days, and misery. (laughs) I obviously need this episode just as much as everybody else because I lived in Nashville for the last four years. So now I'm really back in it, living in New England, just like embracing the cold. And before I moved to Nashville, I was never a winter girly in general, like a ski trip. Yes, of course. Snow before Christmas. Yes, of course. Snow from January and realistically possibly until may no it's just too long it's too hard but it's gotta happen so i wanted to figure out a way to just lean in and embrace the season and just just not be so miserable like seasonal affective disorder is real i every single spring i can't believe how happy and just like alive i feel once things start warming up and blooming and everything and i'm always like wow i didn't even know that i was down in the dumps during the winter but this year i want it to be a little different i want to just move forward for the rest of my life with the winter being a season of comfort and coziness i read a book in preparation for this episode and I read the descriptions of many other books in preparation for this episode and one thing that I kept stumbling upon one concept is the idea that in the winter it's kind of just the season of hibernating and being slow and so we should embrace the slowness. Now, I am in a point in my life right now, maybe it's because of the winter, the cold, I don't know, going to the gym and like lifting heavy weights and and just like being in a gym that's in public for some reason it just seems like worst case scenario like I just cannot get myself motivated to want to be like lifting heavy weights right now and so hearing the it's the winter and we should be slow and we should be embracing all of these vibes like really made me start to feel excited and like I had an excuse which leads me to my first talking point of if we're going to embrace the winter and the coziness and all of the beautiful glorious slow things about winter then that means that when the time comes for the warm weather and the summer and all of that stuff we need to also embrace it then like I feel like one thing that trips a lot of us up is that we We hear the thing that's comfortable and the thing that's going to like make us happy in the moment. So for me, that's hearing like, yeah, it's winter. I should embrace being slower and cozier. And so I'm like, yes, of course I'll do that. Like that's less work for me. But it's like, okay, but then that means that in the summer I need to embrace the fire and the intensity and like being more active and and lifting the weights and and because that's the cycle and the season that we're in so 
I'm saying that to say that we can't always choose the like easiest option and I feel like right now being comfortable being wintry and hibernating is the easiest option but if I'm going to embrace the season of winter then I also have to embrace once the summer comes and like making sure that I am switch like turning up the the working out not obviously like going crazy or anything and by the way just because it's winter doesn't mean you shouldn't be moving your body at all like I'm still I'm still walking my dogs I'm still going to be doing Pilates classes which I finally I just found a video series on YouTube that I think is going to be the one like I'm really excited to start it up so all that to say we should embrace the season that we're in at the time but and even though the comfort is the easiest option and it's convenient that that that's the season that we're in you can't always choose the easiest option so I hope that that actually um wasn't just a big giant ramble and it actually made sense but that was just my little spiel before we get into embracing the coziness of winter so as I mentioned I read a book in preparation of this episode and the book was the little book of Huga. Now, if you've ever walked by a bookstore or seen this on Amazon or whatever, it is pronounced Heige. So maybe you're like, what the fuck is Huga? It's Heige, but that's how they pronounce it in the Danish world. I read this book because Danish people are obviously known for having a long, hard winter. All of the Nordic countries are. And I wanted to figure out what they're doing to really, truly embrace the winter because, I mean, I can't imagine how depressing it must be in the winter over there if you're not embracing it. So I was really interested in that concept. And basically Huga, which the whole book I read over I read is saying that you can't distill it down to one word in English. But basically Huga is just being cozy in every aspect of life. So like your social gatherings are cozy and they incite cozy feelings and they're not like these crazy parties when you are reading a book in your home like you're cuddled up with a blanket you have candles that are lighting up the the room you have lamps like it's not a harsh lighting it's all about just creating a cozy environment and doing slower more simple things that will just embrace the cozy vibes because of course once the summertime comes or the heat or the longer days you want to obviously spend as much time as you possibly can outside because you couldn't for the the cozy part of the year But I just really liked what the book was about how Danish people, huga is a way of life and like they compound that word with like so many things like huga Christmas. I I don't remember (laughs) what the compounds are, but like one of their words they use is like huga like, huga light. So it's like you want to have a huga like party. So it's like a huga like party. Yeah, that's just me being a big dumb American. So hopefully that's actually what that word was used for. But basically, you just have to embrace the coziness. So some of the little quick points that they talked about in the book to embrace Huga before I go into my own ways that I think that we can be embracing the season is that they said to cozy up reading a blanket on a snow day by candlelight play board games, burn unscented candles for lighting purposes. So like don't have a million scented candles all around, which is going to just like give you a headache. Just have like those plain white unscented candles around just to have the flicker, the glow, the, the smoothness. Again, just be cozy and like 
embrace just being indoors and socializing with loved ones that you actually want to spend time with. Those are all of the like key elements I'd say that I read about with hookah. Being comfort, uh, being, being comfortable, not, it's not about like spending money and being lavish at all. It's literally about just like that inner core feeling of coziness. So I thought that that was very nice to read about. Now, these are the things that I like to spend my time indoors, my winter doing. And the first thing is decluttering slowly. So my favorite time is right that week between Christmas and New Year's when you're not like really doing anything. You maybe just got a bunch of new stuff so like you can replace the old with the new. I went through my closet and got rid of things that I just, every time I see them, I'm just like, meh. Like I'm not going to wear them. I know I'm not going to wear them. And just getting rid of excess things in your house that you don't need for me is like the most freeing feeling in the world but also it'll just it'll just clear up so much space and since you're stuck inside anyway it just feels so good so we do not have to wait until spring to do spring cleaning and also because you probably don't want to just run out to the to the donation center starting like a little neat tidy pile so you can see all the things that you're getting rid of is addicting (laughs) the next thing that i am going to do which literally after this podcast i'm going to look up a recipe and do it is i'm going to learn how to bake bread now i'm not going to be a fancy sourdough queen that is jay's department but i'm going to learn how to do like dinner rolls between the book i just read and following ballerina farm i just want to have a farm and bake bread like that's just all i want to do with my life (laughs) like she is which she's a controversy apparently, but she is just so fabulous, so beautiful, living just like the farm life. People are so mad at her because her husband technically is like, I don't know if he's a billionaire, but his dad founded like JetBlue Airlines, something, some crazy airline. So they obviously have a ton of money and people are so mad because they're like, they act like they live this simple homestead life. But what bothers me about that narrative is that why can't, you have money and also still want to live a simple life and of course it's nice that you have money because like you can have the background of like stability but it's like you can have money and still want to be living like a more simplistic lifestyle so everything she's doing this girl literally first of all she just gave birth to her eighth kid which is crazy She's like a Juilliard ballerina and she makes all of her bread, pasta, cheese, cream, butter, all of that from scratch from their farm. It's literally just like so crazy. And also she's just like gorgeous and has like just the cutest fashion and she has goals. So if you're not following ballerina farm, you got to follow her. She also lives in Utah on like this incredible like mountain farm it's everything you could ever want, honestly. After baking bread, the next thing that you can do to embrace the winter, embrace being inside, is to do a scrapbook, puzzles, board game. I just finished over again over the Christmas week. I did my Nashville scrapbook, so I printed all the pictures of like a, the journey of us living in Nashville. I put them in a scrapbook. I did like little doodles and watercolor paints and just like had such a fun time doing the scrapbook. And it made me want to make a scrapbook for like every time of my life because it was just so fun and therapeutic. It's just so nice to like have a little thing like that that you can do. 
And of course, since you're stuck inside anyway, it's not like you're missing out on the beautiful day. Like you get to just be cozy, be huga, wrapped up in a blanket, gluing pictures to a book and writing little notes about the memories. Like it's, it was just such a fun time. But if you don't want to do a scrapbook, puzzles, board games, like this is the time. If you usually are going out to bars, but you just don't want to because it's too cold, have your friends come over for like a board game night, order pizza, have some wine, beer, whatever. It'll save you money because you're not going out. And then you can save that money to go out in the summer and have an epic summer. So another thing about this episode is I feel like all of these things are embracing the coziness so much and the, the indoors so much that it should be the perfect contrast of summer. So when summer begins, you can just be like ready to be out, but you know you had like a, such a charming, cozy indoor winter and you're ready to like take on the world in the summer. Okay, so another little silly little thing that I feel like embraces the winter is to wear like deep jewel toned sweaters and like those that fair aisle like ski pattern sweaters because you can get away with it it's the winter right now and there's a difference between like Christmas sweaters and just like winter cozy sweaters I can't really explain it but I'm sure if you're hearing this and it's you know you know (laughs) but like I feel like that like like a deep pink or like a deep dark purple those are colors that like you almost don't even want to wear leading up to Christmas because they're just like not Christmas colors but then after Christmas is over and you have nothing then you might as well just just emphasize those deep colors and the last thing that I want to talk about before we wrap this up is spending your time in the winter indoors learning. So one thing that I I was just talking with Jay about is that now that we own our house and we can kind of like have like an, an awesome garden that's not just before when we lived in Nashville, we were renting our house and we had garden boxes on our deck and it was a very nice solution, but still it was it was limiting. So now we're going to be able to have like a whole portion of our yard be a garden and we're so excited for it. And we're going to hopefully learn how to like can so that we can have storage for the winter for next year. But instead of waiting until the spring and the weather warms up and then scrambling to be like, oh, all right, we got to buy some seeds. Like we got to figure this out. We're going to spend this time learning about the best methods of farming, how to like turn up your soil so that it's ready to go, which vegetables can be planted next to which other vegetables and which ones are the best to to even have in general. Like all of those things we can spend the time learning. Of course, if you are living in a city or renting or whatever, and you don't have the option to have a garden, what other things can you learn about during the, the trapped inside months that will be useful for you during the summer when you can embrace being outside. So just just spend some time thinking about those kind of things. So that is all of the notes that I had about embracing the winter. I think it's kind of obvious to embrace the coziness, but again, for me, a person who's not a huge winter guy, like I again, I love those like Hallmark charming snow days or whatever, but I'm I prefer to not be freezing cold. My favorite season is fall and the only bad thing for me about fall is that winter follows it. Like there's there's that's the only negative part. So we need to figure out how to embrace 
especially if you're living in New England or maybe you are living in Denmark or a Nordic country and it's cold for literally six plus months out of the year, you need to learn how to embrace that so that you're not miserable for half the year. Um, So I hope that this was enjoyable and gave you guys some inspiration and and just makes you want to embrace your life and embrace your winter and have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to a beautiful life podcast. If this episode brought you any value, it would be so amazing if you rated, reviewed, and shared the show with a friend. Let me know what you thought of the episode at a beautiful life podcast and connect with me at Kaylee Karcher underscore. Thanks again for listening and have a beautiful day.